Welcome to the Legacy Music Hour. My name is Brent Weinbach. I am Rob F. Switch. This is the video game music podcast featuring only third and fourth generation video game music. And this is episode 199. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. (laughs) Oh my goodness. (laughs) Oh my goodness. This is Uh, unprecedented. So, um... Well, I, I don't know where to start. I mean, first of all, you're wearing some very um, provocative earphones right now. <laughs> What's the story I behind know. these earphones? Well, so the last time I went to California to visit my folks, I forgot my headphones. And I wanted to listen to some music. So I asked my sister if she had a pair of earbuds or headphones for me. And she said, Sure. So she pulled out what's currently on my head, uh-huh. and I laughed as soon as she pulled them out. I laughed so hard because it's, <laughs> they're kind of ridiculous, huh? Well, they're definitely interesting looking. I mean, they're they're spiky. The whole it's spiky. They look like um, Bows, like some kind of Bowser, Bowser yeah. type things. Yeah, but they're also kind of very colorful though very, as well. Very festive. Yeah, very <laughs> rave like. Yeah. Is your, is your sister a raver? <laughs> is she a no, Coop, is she a no. Koopa raver? These are and these are they're spiky. They, I can feel the point. It hurts, huh? They look yeah. all kind of bondagey a little bit. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you boy. look like you should be maybe you'd be into getting whipped while you listen to video game music. <laughs> that could be a thing. It could be a new thing. Mm-hmm. Um, well, anyway, all right. Well, very uh, for interesting new look. Okay, something something new, and just getting ready for the big two o o. Right. Okay. Yeah. Well, so it is episode one hundred ninety nine right now. That means that next episode is the big two hundred. Oh and man. So you know, obviously, I mean, you know, at the rate we were going uh, in two thousand twelve or whatever, episode two hundred would have happened a long time ago but you know once we we took the year off and then we started doing the episodes once a month so episode 200 is finally here after doing you know doing the show once a month as opposed to every week like we used to do but anyway because it's the 200th episode we're going to do something a little bit special for it which is we're going to have another live recording we did that for episode 100 and we did it for 150 so, um, we're going to do a live recording on Sunday, April 29th, 2018, um, from 4 to 6 p.m., doors at 3.45 p.m., in Los Angeles, California, at the Dynasty Typewriter at the Hayworth Theater. What's um, the name of that theater? It's called Dynasty Typewriter at the Hayworth at the Hayworth Theater. So wait a minute. So it's it's the Dynasty Typewriter Theater or the Hayworth Theater? It's called I mean, the proper name is Dynasty Typewriter at the Hayworth. So like Largo at the Coronet. Exactly. exactly. Okay. Largo at the Coronet, yeah. What's Largo at the Coronet? Well, Largo used to be on Fair- Fairfax, which is a venue, and then it moved to La Cienega to the Coronet Theater. So it became Largo at the Coronet. Okay. 
So this okay. is this is Dynasty Typewriter at the Hayworth. So this is really going to be Legacy Music Hour at Dynasty Typewriter at the Hayworth. Okay, my head hurts. Uh, yeah, well, it's those headphones. It's those headphones. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wearing them backwards. Yeah. Um, so the address for this venue is two five one one Wilshire Boulevard, Los Angeles, California nine zero zero five seven, and. Um, you know, this is going to be a, you know, we're going to record a, an episode, but uh, people are welcome to come, and there'll be some microphones. I, I think we'll have one at the audience so people can kind of chime in if they want to, and we'll have um, maybe some guests from previous episodes uh, show up and hang out a little bit as well. So it'll just be kind of like a normal episode, but more of a little listening party, and, uh, you know, just a, a, kind of like a normal episode with... Uh, more guests than usual, I guess. And um, it, there is a $5 admission fee uh, this time. Usually they've been free in the past, but this is because the... I mean, this is actually the, the venue doing a favor, but to help pay the staff a little bit at the venue, um, they were asking if we could charge $5 admission. Um, but having said that, they also said that we can be... Um, kind of generous with a with a guest list so if you're a hardcore user and you want to get on the guest list email us at legacymusichour at gmail.com and don't have any qualms about asking just uh go ahead and ask if you want to be on the guest list and we can probably put you on the guest list just try to make sure to do it i'd say before the 28th of april so maybe by that friday april 27th uh let us know if you're going to come we'll put you on the guest list Otherwise, but if it's you, first come, first serve, right? For the guest list? Yes. Sounds like the guest list is pretty flexible. Okay. But yeah, sure. First come, first serve. I mean, if it gets too too big, sure. I mean, you might have okay. to pay the $5. But uh, like I said, the $5 is really just to help to pay staff at the venue that we're doing this at. And um, it's, uh, and you know, so if you feel like, you know, five dollars. You feel like you want to contribute. It's really going for to the theater. So, if you want to pay the five dollars, and you know, hey, you know, I'm sure the theater would appreciate it. Um, but no, not a problem if you want to get on the guest list. So anyway, legacymusichourgmail.com. Again, the 200th episode, Legacy Music Hour live recording, Sunday, April yes. 29th, 2018, 4 p.m. It's a nice little af- Sunday afternoon. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Doors at 3.45 p.m. And um, just make sure to contact us before Saturday if you want to go on the guest list. Okay. And there'll be a, a posting on the website, LegacyMusicHour.com, uh, with all this information as well. Okay? Or, um, yeah, there should be actually a posting by the time you listen to this episode. Um, one thing I wanted to mention uh, was, this is something that I probably should have mentioned a while ago, but... You know, Rob, how sometimes tracks are not played correctly on the show, sometimes? You know what okay. I mean by that? The file might be messed up or something like that. or oh, just, sure. There might be sure. some weird factor that made the track not sound correct. Yes. Well, you know, a, a good example is, if you remember way back on Episode 7, uh, there was a Fantasy Star 2 track that was played, and it had these squeaks in it. Do you remember the squeaks? don't remember that oh well we both like the squeaks i think but the squeaks were not supposed to be there there were there was some oh. some problem so but that was episode seven that was a while ago it was back in 2010 
Um, and uh, anyway, we usually try to make note of that in subsequent episodes of whenever there's an issue with a track, we'll call attention to it and say, well, that's not, that wasn't supposed to sound like that. That was a mistake. And um, there were a couple, there are a couple of these that were brought to my attention in the last several months, which I never mentioned on the show. Uh, and I felt like I should do that later than never. So um, going back to episode 124, there was a Shining in the Darkness track. I might have mentioned this, I don't know, but um, the track God's Baptism was a track from Shining in the Darkness, and that was played, that doesn't sound the way it's supposed to sound, so that's one track. Um, so if you ever, you know, if you are catching up to this episode and you listen to all of them, you notice that, well, we're aware of it now at this point, and, um, well, that's just how it is, I guess. And then going back even further, episode 63, there's a track from the game Forgotten Worlds, round three, Dust World 3. That track is missing a channel or something. I think there's something missing from that track. Um, And this was corrected in the episode 63 mixtape, but the incorrect version is still heard in the original episode. And the truth is, similar to the squeaks in that Fantasy Star 2 track, I actually like the version of Forgotten Worlds that was played on the original episode more than the correct version, okay. actually. Right. But so anyway, that's there. It was a mistake, but it's there. We'll leave it intact as a mistake. And uh, and that's that. Okay. Um, had a little email from St. John from Des Moines. And he wanted to uh, chime in. Oh, I think this was actually a phone message, actually. He wanted to chime in on the um, discussion we were having earlier about... Uh, Magic Sword. Remember Magic Sword? <laughs> yes. Magic Sword. Uh, Magic Magic Sword. Magic Sword. Or Magic... Um, uh, well, it's Word. It's the word Word with an S in front of it. So Magic Sword. Mm-hmm. Um, but he said, well, how about Magic S-Word? <laughs> oh. He suggested Magic S-Word. Magic yeah. S-Word. Yeah. Very good. Very good. So, you know, chew on that for a little bit. <laughs> Um, and finally, shoe on that. You mean shoe on or, that, or or kahoo on that? Or <laughs> on yeah, that. right. Exactly. Yeah. Sahu. Sahu. Sahu on that. Sahu on that. Sahu on that. Or chew, chew, because eww. How do you pronounce eww? Yeah. Well, what do you mean? E- where's the d- extra w coming from? Well, or <laughs> because it's extra disgusting. Okay. Yeah. How would you pronounce that? You. Right. So do you chew? Oh, I'm going to chew my food. I guess chewing is gross by nature. Chewing. By nature chewing. of the word, it's gross. Chewing. Um, and uh, one last thing I, I wanted to mention is some a few games that I've played in the last month that um, I thought I'd like to talk about. Actually, two of them we'll talk about later because we'll be hearing music from them in this episode. But one of them we won't be hearing from is Hagane for the Super Famicom. I did actually get Hagane for the Super Famicom, which is, you know, a lot cheaper than the 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 U.S. version. Um, you know, the U.S. version's hundreds and hundreds of dollars, um, but the uh, but the Japanese version is is less than a hundred dollars. So. Um, it's you know it's a lot easier to justify mm-hmm. getting, and it's a pretty cool game. I mean, it's it, it really reminds me of Shinobi Three um, for the Genesis, and it's uh, it's 
it, there's a, there are a lot of moves, and it kind of takes a little while to get used to all the different moves. Kind of reminds me of Alien Soldier. Reminds me of Alien Soldier and Shinobi Three mixed together, um, but because all the moves you have to get used to um, in Alien Soldier, similar to Hagane. But um, it's a pretty neat game, and um, yeah, I mean, I, I guess the Japanese version is pretty much ex- almost exactly the same as the the U.S. version or the North American version. So, anyway, I don't know. Just in I case anybody's the, wondering, yeah. Doesn't the American version even have, like, Japanese text in the yes, top, it, top bar? I think it does, and that has subtitles, actually. Yeah. So, I think just, it's 95% the same game. Mm-hmm. Um, and certainly the gameplay and graphics and everything are all the same. It's just there's some text stuff that's a little bit different. But um, but anyway, um, yeah, that's that's Hagane. Um, yeah. Um, okay, so, Rob, do you have anything to mention? Yes. Uh, first of all, I will be doing another set at Ground Control on April 12th. Mm-hmm. That'll be DJ Rob F. Switch playing a lot of jams. Let me tell you something, Brent. The last party I went to, people were walking up to me and they were saying, oh, could you play some Super Mario Brothers? Could you play some Sonic the Hedgehog? <laughs> just taking requests. Man. I'm just taking requests. But like very obvious requests, it sounds like. Right. You know? then I, yeah, listen, I'm a man of the people. Uh-huh. So I deliver. Oh, you played they them some Super Mario Brothers? I, I give them because I have I have it. Wait, so you played the first level for Super Mario Brothers? No, I play other other Super Mario Brothers music, but they'll oh. say that. Okay, well, like, what but would you? you know, what do you play? Okay, you know what really gets me is when I play a song and then they don't even recognize it, and then they'll come back to me and say, "Did you play that song?" Uh huh. And I'll say, yeah, "Yeah, you heard it. I played it right." Perfect example. The last DJ set I did, this woman walked up, and I was very surprised. She said, "Can you play Ducktales Moon theme? Do you have that?" <laughs> I said, yeah, "I got you, girl. Of course, I got Ducktales." Moon. <laughs> of course I can. So usually, I had it planned for later in my set. Yeah, but I wanted to make my girl's day, you know. Mm-hmm. So I queued it up, and it was next. Yeah. So I could see her playing uh, Simpsons. She was playing the Simpsons game. Yeah. And I played the DuckTales Moon theme. Yes. Boom, dropped it. Just like that. Uh-huh. She was not even... Fi- she 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 played the game, and then she kind of took a step back because she was with a group of people. And I was waiting to see if she recognized it. Nothing. Hmm. I went, all right. So then I mixed another song. I went to the rest of my set. Yeah. Like, maybe about 20 minutes later, she said, so are you going to play that DuckTales Moon theme? <laughs> went, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Do you even know what you're talking about? <laughs> Do you even know what you're talking? Because I, I played it, and I played uh, almost two minutes of it because I want. I gave a little extra sauce. You know what I mean? I just wanted to just drop it extra long for her. A little extra tail for the duck right. tail. A little extra duck tail. Little extra duck tail. She probably wouldn't have done two minutes of it, but I gave it to her, and she just didn't even know. She probably didn't even know what she was talking about. Now, uh, how old was she, just out of curiosity? Oh, maybe 30s. Oh, okay, 30s. And um, do, how, do you get on the microphone sometimes? No, there's no microphone. Oh, because I was thinking maybe you could get her name and say, this one goes out to Jessica or whatever her name is. And, yeah. you know, this is a moon theme. You asked for it. You got it. 
Brody Stevens, you got it. She probably would say, well, that's not it. She was probably thinking I was going to play the DuckTales theme song. No. She said moon. No, she the, said the moon. moon theme is one of the most... That's probably... Very aside popular. from very popular. Aside from uh, Super Mario Brothers Level 1 and Legend, Legend of Zelda first like main song, that's probably the know. most famous they, video I, game track. I'm, right? I'm just yeah. saying that to a non-user, they might just think, oh yeah, it's the DuckTales theme song. <laughs> you know? <laughs> anyway. So you came... When you said, oh, I played it, what did she say? I don't know. She, I don't remember. She, maybe I think someone she just walked away. Maybe someone in her group told her to ask because they were shy. Pro. Okay, that's it. I don't know. <laughs> no, what gave that's more like it. That's probably it. <laughs> but but I, why would I she? Like that better. But why would she come back and ask again later? I mean, her friend probably would have told oh, her. Oh, I heard it. It was good. Good point. Yes. You know. Anyway, just if you got some requests, just come up. I'll take. I'll take the requests. I got them. I got. Just, a, I got a whole. If you got some tracks. requests, you better listen to them when they're played. <laughs> Yeah. So they don't April go to waste. 12th. April twelfth at Ground Control, and um, oh, oh, yeah. And then I also wanted to talk to you about uh, just real quickly. Uh, I'm opening up my own barbershop finally. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fisticuts, aka oh. Super Famicuts. Well, that Maybe I'll you. just call it that, aka Super Famicuts. Oh, I was gonna say, why don't you do this, Super Famicups? Or sorry, Super Famicuts, Super Famicups. Actually, that's kind of a funny idea. Super Famicups. It's like a bra, a bra company, like a video game bra company or something like that. Or it's like it's like video game themed bras or something like that. You know, like Mario Bros. I could have or, you could have a bra like what's on my ears right oh, now. Oh yeah, yeah, Koopa Bros. Yeah. Um, so I'm um, sorry. You can ha- call it Super Famicuts by Fisticuts. You right. know, like by you know what I'm saying by Fisticuts. So, I, I told you that I wanted to get a Street Fighter machine in there because I have room, because I have room. Right. And it's just hard to find a street a legit Street Fighter machine in this state. Mm-hmm. And I had mentioned to you that I was just going to buy one of these generic cabinets that has 800 games. Stick to the one game. Hold on, let me, let me continue describing the, the board. <laughs> Just get Fighter's History or something. <laughs> it was going to be legit with the six buttons, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to have a legit screen. Legit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it was going to have Street Fighter 2, Turbo and Champion Edition. Mm-mm. I don't remember those coming out on the same board yeah. back in the day. <laughs> so... You you were the first one to tell me this was a bad idea. Of course. And then I talk. I was talking with other people, and they said, also if, if the the uh, the speed, the gameplay could seriously be affected by one of these boards because it's not legit. Mm-hmm. It could be laggy too. Input lag. La- exactly, yeah. and that could just on just, a, a, just on a on an ethical level, it's just not le- legitimate. You know, just or okay, on a spiritual but, level. You know. But the problem is, I can't locate a legit Street Fighter machine. And the Street Fighter machines that are already in this town, they're so buggy. And then I told... The joysticks don't work. And I told you what to do. What's that? (laughs) Just, you're better off just having um, one of the console versions hooked up to a TV. Okay, right, right, right. So, uh, the, the SNES and the Genesis are moving to the new shop. And I'll get one of those converters to make it look nice on a 
flat flat screen mm-hmm. as nice as it can yeah and when i do the grand opening maybe in may i'm gonna have a street fighter 2 tournament yeah oh yeah putting the word out right now and it'll be i'm not gonna run it but it'll be run by the guys that do the street fighter 5 tournament mm-hmm. because that's a that's already a, a thing and i talked to the guy that's battle lounge those are the guys that run the fighting tournaments in portland and they're all on board they want to do a legit old school street fighter 2 tournament it'll be a good way to promote the, the shop yeah well sure and there'll be an entry fee but all profits go to charity oh charity yeah i'm gonna partner up with the charity so and then but then the winner also gets a free haircut or something like that or well we'll, we'll, we'll figure out a prize and there's some actually some real cool prizes potentially that i can't even talk about because i don't even know if it's a legit thing or not but i'll tell you off the air and, and i'll announce them when they when they do come in and it'll be really cool i would say the the one that well i don't know i would say if you're going to do a tournament with a console version i would say do street fighter 2 turbo on the super nintendo i think right gabe yeah i'd say so well well they were suggesting using the ps4 with um the 30th anniversary Street Fighter that's got all the versions on it. Mm-hmm. And- I don't know about that. <laughs> I don't know about that. No, man. What's wrong with that? That's that legit. ain't super. That's not Super Famicus. <laughs> Gabe, is that legit? Is the one on is the 30th anniversary legit? I mean, no. <laughs> Why I mean, not? It's, it's fun to play, you know, like if you know with your friends and it's at home. But if you're doing like a serious competition, it's like an em- it's an emulated, it's an emulation, you know. Could have some of the same problems. Use the Super Nintendo one. What's more legit? SNES. But if you're gonna go Genesis, you gotta have the six button controllers. This of course. That's what I would but I think though that would that would be more advantageous than the SNES. I was was gonna mention you could I don't know if you looked into it, but the I don't know if it's cheaper, but the underrated uh, Street Fighter three third strike arcade. That's a very good game. That is good. Yeah. Maybe. It's not as popular, but it's really good. What? The That's, arcade cabinet? Yeah, Street Fighter 3. Third Strike. Um, there, there, are, there are no arcade Street Fighter legit arcade cabinets in this state. Dang. You mean even other versions? Right. Street Fighter 3. Street Fighter... Just... Um, I, I want... I was looking for... I was looking at 3 and under. <laughs> and no, there's not, not Street Fighter... You couldn't movie, find Street Fighter 1? The movie, or, the movie, the game. Oh, the movie, the game? <laughs> It looks like Mortal Kombat. <laughs> Raul Julia. Van Damme. Oh. So, uh, well, I, I, the only reason I say the Super Nintendo one is just because I feel like that one was probably played the most to, to second to the arcade hyperfighting, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, the Super Nintendo one was so popular that people were familiar with that one, maybe. I don't know. Okay. okay. So, I don't know. But. Oh, oh, and then just one more thing I want to mention is that... Uh, I got challenged by one of the Street Fighter Five competitors. Yeah, he came into the shop to get a haircut, and he brought his Sega Genesis six-button arcade stick. Mm. Mm. So he said he was serious, mm-hmm. and he said he wanted to challenge me first to to reach five on the Genesis. I said, okay, I got a six-button controller, but you got your arcade stick, so all right, let's do it. Mm-hmm. He's a five competitor, and he gets pretty far. I don't know. He might have won it a couple. I don't know. But he's good on the five. Mm-hmm. So we played, 
I beat him 5 nil. <laughs> smoked him. Mm. Oh. You smoked him? Smoked. <laughs> yeah. Just, he got I think he may he may have won one round is about it. Uh-huh. But look, on the six button controller, I'm I'm unstoppable. <laughs> I'm unstoppable. All right. Well, look. Now that you mentioned, uh, you know, the shop, the new shop opening, I, I guess I actually should feel like I should mention this. On, um, you know, I had this comedy stand-up comedy special uh, come out last year. It's not out anymore because uh, the platform it was on kind of like, went out of business. Basically, it's getting re-released on April 10th, um, and it's not going to be on any particular platform. It's just going to be on uh, stores. Basically, uh, it will be available on iTunes for. Well, it'll be on iTunes or be on Amazon, and you can rent or purchase it. So it's called Appealing to the Mainstream. It's a stand-up comedy special, and it'll be out on iTunes and Amazon and also other places where you can buy stuff or whatever or All buy right. stuff. It's, uh, yeah, anyway, I don't know. And uh, like Google Play or something like that, maybe, or something like that. And um, uh, and I just also want to just uh, with the, uh, mention a disclaimer is that I think you know there are some, I think there's some people who listen to this podcast that aren't familiar with with my work as a comedian, and then there's people who are uh, maybe there's people who are familiar with me with my comedy, but there's some crossover people. But um, I would say that there is that I, you might not I think people who you might not like the comedy stuff, and that's okay, and 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 I don't really fully. This podcast is clean, and that special is not clean. There's not clean. It's not a. Um, it's silly, but there's not. It, it's not clean like this. Like this podcast is. So, you know, it might not be for the, for you. You know. So I just want to give that disclaimer that it's. Um, you know, different. I don't know. There's some of you who might be into both, but there's. I think some of you might not be. You might only be interested in the podcast and only interested in the video game music stuff, and that's fine. You know. So, but I just want to. I'm just what I'm trying to say is the special might not be for everybody. That's what I'm trying to say. But I, it'd be nice if, it, but if you do like it, go to iTunes and rate and review it. I think it's a very good introduction to your comedy. That special. Well, the special you know, for people who haven't. Oh, thank. Heard, well, thank. Yeah. yeah. Well, thank you, Gabe. I, yeah. The the uh, the special is really comprised of my first ten years of my. I feel my best bits from the first ten years of my standup. I've been doing comedy a lot longer than that but i but those that special was comprised of the, the my earlier bits uh, of that were my stronger bits from the first 10 years so um anyway you know check it out april 10th it comes out on itunes and all, for all you international users who weren't able to uh, access it on CISO, which it was on before um now i think you'll be able to access it so anyway just wanted to mention that all right fair enough shall we move on Uh, say that again. Let's move on. And oh, did you guys want to mention anything? Actually, oh, I'm good. Okay. Um, okay. Let's see here. One ninety nine. Okay. So I'm going to start things off. Actually, wow. That was a, kind of actually ended up being a long, um, long top of the show. So, um, well, I mentioned. Okay. So first, we're going to hear from a game for the Super Nintendo called Soul Blazer. And we've heard from this game before. This is a game I played through recently, and um, I enjoyed it. I, um, I'll talk more about it when we come back. This is music composed by Yukihide Takakawa. 
and we're going to hear the track Mountain of Souls from Soul Blazer for the Super Nintendo. from Soul Blazer, music by Yuki Hide Takekawa. This is Mountain of Souls. I like this part right here. This part right here is good. That's good right there. I like that. Um, so this is a pretty good game. It's... um. I, it's I yeah I, I enjoyed it and uh, it was um it's I feel good now about um I've now played all the trilogy of of Enix uh, quintet um, creation games I guess you'd call them or something there's a creation creationist trilogy or something like that where you know I think it's um it's Illusion of Gaia uh, and Terra Nigma or Tenchi Sozo and this game, Soul Blazer. Although I feel Act Razor really fits into it as well. Um, they're all, well, Act Razor is more similar to Soul Blazer, I think, than Illusion of Gaia. But but you know, the Soul Blazer is the concept of your this. Uh, there's some sort of mighty power that sends you down to help basically restore a land, restore life to a land. And um, well, that that's a theme that's present in Tenchi Sozo, Terra Enigma, or and Act Razor. Um, but um, yeah, this was, a, this was an enjoyable game and um, some cool tracks and um, yeah. Well, there was like a almost oh, like a double. Drummer. There was almost like a double bass drum double kind bass, of thing, right, you know, right. double bass drum like. Yeah, machine gun, machine gunned it. Yeah, here comes that good part again, right here. I like that bass, it's funky. go with some 32x tonight mm-hmm. 32x it up and you know what i just realized i think i sent you at least one maybe two emails in the past asking if sega cd tracks were legal mm-hmm. 
And then I called you yesterday asking if Sega CD tracks were legal. Again, I always forget. You called me today, actually. Well, you called me yesterday, but you didn't get a hold of me. But you got a hold of me today. Yeah. Can I just say, first of all, maybe we just need to end the discrimination. <laughs> just end the discrimination because there's some killer Sega CD tracks, and I think it's their time. I just, uh, I mean, you know that we had a conversation and we ended the discrimination against 32X. The reasoning being 32X is an add-on to the Sega Genesis, and so it kind of it's kind of like the Satellaview or the the Sufami Turbo uh, or, you know, other such add-ons to fourth-generation consoles. And it's not, and it also is not a CD-based add-on or whatever. Um, and... So, uh, you know, that's how that decision was made, is to make 32-6... Sorry, 32-X... 32-6. Yeah, 32-X legal. Um, But when it comes to Sega CD... Which came out before 32-X. Didn't it? Oh, yeah. Didn't it? Um, (laughs) Didn't it? (laughs) (laughs) Well, it just... The thing about it is, I just feel CD breaks the... uh, That just breaks the that breaks the uh, foundation of what we set out upon when starting this podcast. Um, same for some, for the same reason w- why uh turbographic CD would not be legal. Okay. Well, I'm just, okay. I'm, just I'm just, I'm just putting that out there. Argument. Uh, and your <laughs> argument is what? Um, that a lot of Sega CD games, had music that ran on the chip that wasn't cd audio i would say the cd audio tracks not legal because that's just cd audio like yeah cd that you would buy Mm -hmm. but games like snatcher like 90 percent of the music is like genesis music basically yes so i think those should be be legal. and gabe you know i think i'm kind of with you except the problem is is then it's going to become a lot of trouble to i mean especially i mean then it becomes a lot more work to decide or figure out oh what's using which audio you well, know it's it's totally obvious it's it's a CD track or like an FM Genesis track no but I mean it, it, I think this deciding what games are legal and what not, I mean I think it becomes weird I think that it's that only certain Sega CD games are allowed or whatever you know right but the ones yeah the ones that do use FM music also have usually CD music as well it's usually a mix of both and I, I can't remember how many games. Aren't, a lot of games are just CD audio. Did they ever do this? Did they ever use combination tracks where they're, they're, no, some they, channels are coming from the <laughs> FM synth? No, and they, some they, are... they wouldn't be able to sync that up. And what's this new look? Mm, I just put some some Bono glasses on. Some glasses on so you get serious. <laughs> it's, it's, it's like this, <laughs> these headphones with these glasses. I mean, this is a whole new look for you right here. <laughs> I I'm with Gabe because uh, number one I just I never Gabe's not this. with you actually no no I'm Snatcher uh-huh. Gabe believes that Snatcher should be legit except for the two tracks that are CD audio right like but the I heard song. the Snatcher soundtrack for the first time mm-hmm. it's good in the past month and I thought oh man that's legit that's legit well the problem I think is that it just gets too complicated and on top of that. You know, we had these Beyond episodes, and where there's Sega CD on there, and it's just sort of, it doesn't, it's, it just all falls apart. Yeah. 
glasses to see we have yeah. beyond episodes i'm uptight i mean you know, I, I need to stick to the rules you know? <laughs> but it came out before the, the last 32x beyond episode we had and the non-cd audio tracks i understand what you're saying a lot of games are just cd audio like lords of thunder well, no, I mean, yeah but the cdi came out a while ago too or whatever you know we're not using cdi right, right, right. you know i mean there's a lot of cd stuff that came out prior right, to right, right, right. certain things you know i don't know when i, I think turbografx cd came out a while a while before as well but mm-hmm. it just you know you get a cd involved and then it just gets all crazy you know that's true it's just, see gabe <laughs> says that's true well I mean, yeah i mean it does just get a little complicated because then it's like you know, then it's then then you know then Rob is sending me all these Sega CD tracks, and I have to listen to all of them. And be like, no, that one's that's, you know, that one's okay. That one's fine. That one's not. And then it's but then also then it gets kind of screwy, you know, with the, you know, like you're seeing S- Sega CD on the track listing, and, and then it's just like, oh, this is. I see you're you want to allow or disallow the system, not per system, not per game. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It just seems that's, like that's more uniform. Difference. It's just more yeah, uniform. Yeah. It's more yeah, neat yeah. and tidy. You know what I mean? I want to be clean. I'm trying to keep it clean here. It's a clean <laughs> podcast, like I said earlier. <laughs> and getting Sega CD mixed up in here is dirty. Yeah, it's kind of dirty, especially to the next level. Especially games like games with, with games like names with names like Snatcher. You know? <laughs> and what, what's that other? What's that game with the uh, Night Trap? Yeah, Night Trap. <laughs> Come on now. You know, we can't be dirting up the podcast with stuff like the Snatcher or that, Night Trap. That's filth. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, I, let's I know, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you this much. I know what the picture is going to be for this episode, though. <laughs> yeah, think about it just like that. Make that pose and think about it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play some 32X. Saxon's right. Mother Base 2000. Mm-hmm. You take away one zero, what do you get? Two hundred. Ooh. You should have done <laughs> well, then why don't you save it for next month? No, because I'm building up. Oh so yeah. I'm oh it's a taste. It's a you, taste. Give you a taste. Alright, a little taste. Now it's my hope, my sincere hope that society will deem Sega C D legit by the time three hundred rolls around. <laughs> But I'm willing to suffer in the trenches with Sega CD until then. And until then, I will continue to fight for Sega CD. But for right now, let's just do title screen. Zaxxon's Mother Base 2032X. Hold on. One quick question. One little suggestion. Why not just start a new podcast? <laughs> Call it Modern Music Hour. <laughs> Modern <laughs> Music Hour. And it's just all, it's all Sega CD. All Sega CD. CD. Even, even, or it's, just, it's actually only Snatcher. Only. Sega CD is technically legacy. Well, I mean, it's kind of like how ninety the '90s is considered oldies now, you know. Yeah. Which I mean, do you do you crazy I'll, I'll, Let's play the track and then I'll I'll tell All you right. something. That it's like hearing maybe Pearl Jam on a classic rock station. I mean, I mean, you I mean, you probably thinking U two is legacy, and that's why you're looking like Bono meets Koopa tr- <laughs> meets meets a rave a raver glittered Koopa Troopa right now. <laughs> Should change your name to Rob F Edge. Nah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Get a beanie. Or. or uh, Bono F switch or Ro- yeah. Rono Robo Robo switch. I don't know. <laughs> F U two. <laughs> Rob F U two. Something like that. Um, All right. What are we hearing here? What's what's going on? What's the track here? Oh, uh, title screen. Okay. All right. We'll see you on the other side. 
Zaxxon's Mother Base 2000 title screen hmm. a lot of sprinkling there yeah well, I, you know, I'm wondering if this is a track that's being played correctly actually you think there might be issues with this one? Maybe, yeah. It just sounds like there's certain voices that aren't loud enough. But maybe they're meant to be, you know? It just sounds like the uh, rhythm and the sprinkling is overpowering other stuff going on in this track. But, you know, maybe it's meant to be like that, and we'll look into it. And by the time the users hear this episode, um, the correct track will be in there. Turn this up. Saxon's mother base. Uh, you were going to say something when we were, you were going to play. The, you said, "Oh, play the track, and we'll come back and say something." There was oh, something. listen. <laughs> I mean, yeah, sorry, I didn't, I didn't mean, of, oh, oh, wait, I didn't, I didn't oh. mean to start the whole debate here. Oh, uh, but hey, that's what Gabe's here for. Oh yeah, is to create create dissension between <laughs> me and Rod, <laughs> and uh, you know, encourage you, encourage your bad behavior. Because I have thoughts on the thirty-two X. I mean, oh, you think we shouldn't be playing thirty-two? No, X. I mean if. You don't allow the Sega CD track. I mean, th- I think it uses the same FM chip as the Genesis, but the samples are a better quality than the, the Genesis. Uh-huh. It's, a, it's a different sound yeah, chip. Yeah, Sum- Fami Turbo, too. That's true. <laughs> uh, go on, Rob. I remember when we started this podcast. Episode one. You remember that? Yeah. I think you were not very familiar with Sega's works. Well, I wasn't as familiar as I became. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. You too, though. You too. And then over no, you too. Years. You too. You too. However, I was Bo- down. You look like Bono from You Too. <laughs> I was down for Sega no matter what. You know that. Uh-huh. And I think over the years, as your palate has become more refined, you've come to appreciate a lot of what Sega has to offer. Mm-hmm. And I think you should open up your heart to the Sega CD because you've opened up your heart to Sega as a whole over the last, how many, how many years have we been doing this, Brent? Well, you know, seven and a half or so. There it is. So open up, open up your console. Well, guess what? Open it up. I'm open in the appropriate context. (laughs) Because you know, I keep it appropriate. You keep it open, you know what fits perfectly in there? <laughs> what? A CD? CD. Just a, one CD. <laughs> yeah. If I keep it open, I probably could fit in at least one CD. Maybe two or three. <laughs> see this? See what kind of behavior... See what, you see what this encourages? Uh, see what talk of Sega CD encourages? All right, next up, we're going to hear from a game called... This is um, this is a Famicom game called Koryu Densetsu Vilgust Gaiden. And this is music by Shinichi Tanaka. We're going to hear Town.
This is music from Shinichi Tanaka. This is called Town from the game Koryu Koryu Densetsu Vilgus Gaiden for the Famicom. I like that it gives it another turn on this 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 phrase. You know, it's not like it was going to go back to the beginning, but it just gave you another bonus. You know. like to go TurboGrafx-16. All right. Dragon Spirit. Yes. Area 5 Cave Road. That's right. Let's do it. Dragon Spirits, TurboGrafx-16, Area 5, Cave Road. It's a little mysterious, you know, when it starts off. Sure, sure. Ominous, even. But then it just takes a turn. up we're going to hear from super famicom game we've heard from well we heard from last episode leading company this is music by yoshihisa tomabechi 
and kind of a little bit of a confusing um, confusing situation as far as the composition goes. But um, the soundtrack, the arranged soundtrack, well, it's not really an arranged soundtrack, but the uh, real instrument version of these tracks came out two years before the game came out. And um, so, yeah, a, a real jazz band was played these tracks, these compositions, and then they were ch- changed to, uh, ch- you know, changed to video game music. Uh, but it was it was all funded by the company Koei. Yeah, Koei? 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 Koei. Koei, yeah. Koei. Yeah, yeah. And so, anyway, uh, this is a track called Luis. And... Um, Mark Soskin composed the solo, we'll say, because he he solos on the original, the, the instrumental version of it, or the live instrument version, and he does a he does the solo. So I would credit him as a com- co-composer, kind of, or at least composing. He composed the solo. So, um, and then um, Yoshi Hisa Tomabechi, to my knowledge, composed the actual piece. So, uh, yeah, Luis from Leading Company for the Super Famicom. This this track has a very, just really, just has a really 1980s sushi bar sound to it, I feel like. It just, it sounds like 80s, just an 80s bar kind of sound. I, I don't know, it just, it's got that 80s bar jazz kind of sushi sound to me you know I, I say sushi i just for some reason think sushi bar for some reason you know um I, I really like the sound anyway well let's hear the track and you'll hear what i'm talking about here we go leading company super famcom
That was the piece Luis by Yoshihisa Tomobechi, solo by Mark Soskin. Um, and that was from the game Leading Company for the Super Famicom. I don't know. Do you see what I mean by 80s sushi bar? Sushi bar? Uh, well, sure. Yeah, I, guess. I don't know. Just got this 80s jazz bar sound, you know? It's good. It's good. I like this here. It's good. Oh no, this this right here is interesting. Yeah, I love the pause. Yeah, it's so good. It's like, oh, is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's good. The pause, so good. Is, pause yeah. is fun. Yeah, pause is a lot of fun. Yeah. It's fun. It's also hard to anticipate when it's going to come back in, yeah, too. Totally. You know. Well, that's the thing too. There's no percussiveness in it. It's right. just like a right kind of yeah. It's, it's, it's kind of mellow. Yeah. yeah, it's cool. Here it comes again, right? Here we go. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Here we go. Here we go. Funk it up a little bit here. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. Mm-hmm. A little bit of funkier here. This is that solo right here, though. I, I think in the original recording, I think it's a piano solo, but they kind of seem to make it into a saxophone solo here. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, it would have been interesting if the solo line kept going over the pause, you know, there. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Hmm, get some low notes there. Some low fake saxophone notes there. Longable, I tell you. Yeah. I mean, this is a song. I tell you what, this is this sounds like a sentimental and San, San Gabriel oh, yeah. hit totally, right here. Definitely. I feel, you know. Definitely. I like how this go, goes. Yeah. Here it goes. The end. It's good. It's a good end right here. Here we go, one last one. That's it, right there. That's it. Yeah. There you go, leading company. He only does uh, golf games, right? Still sentimental. Yeah. Oh, no, he did do um, the fishing game one time, too. I was going to say maybe these executives go golfing or something at some point. Right. Some more Sega coming at you right now. Battle Mania Daiginju. Jo, I think. I don't know. Daijin, you're probably, you're probably right. Jo. You're probably right. No, I don't know. No, I don't know. 
Brawing Up. Mm -hmm. It's the name of the track. Here we go. Do, wait, hold on. You know that there's another, a, Do you remember what the name of the uh, track was that was played on the podcast in the past from this game? Title or menu? No. You want me to tell you? What is it? You don't know? No. Hachimaki, please. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Oh, you don't know what the track was? Hachimaki, please. <laughs> <laughs> That's the name of the track. Hachimaki, please. That's right. I remember that. Anyway. But now it's time to bra up. Brawing, brawing up. <laughs> brawing up. Brawing up. Bra up. Bra up. Bra up. Bra up. Hachimaki, please. Bra up. Bra up. <laughs> bra up then. Bra up then. <laughs> bra up. Battlemania Daiginju Brawling Up Man, love that Especially the uh, the change coming up here Here it comes, here it comes <laughs> Rob's um, popping his shirt a lot on this He's like, He was almost popping it to the beat almost I mean, many times, you know He was doing alternating hands Alternating both, doing both hands, you know, a lot. <laughs> Listen, um, someone posted on the comment site that I was not the first one to pop the shirt. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. We should address that. Yeah. Miss Echo, I believe. Hmm? Wait, who, who, who pointed well, it out? I think it was Miss Echo. Right. Miss Echo. So. <laughs> I remember the conversation we had about Miss Echo. Yeah, right, 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 right. <laughs> 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 so um they posted a, a gif file mm -hmm. from our legacy dance party yeah and that's exactly why i started popping my shirt <laughs> because i showed the video to someone who was asking about vgm music and they had mentioned soul train so i showed them the video and as i was watching it the guy with the tie just popped his shirt yeah yeah he did the he popped the, the shirt and then he just did this head tilt thing yeah that was super i mean when i saw it i said oh i gotta do that <laughs> I got a pop just, just popping it yeah because <laughs> he was really feeling the song so when i feel the song now i, I like to pop the shirt yeah and uh, wow following in the footsteps of the guy with the tie bow tie yes so you yeah you so you consciously learned it from him that's right. Yeah. So Miss Echo was not wrong. No. Yeah. You got to hand it to Miss Echo. <laughs> <Ms>. Echo. <laughs> this is a cool. This is a cool track, actually. You know. 
I like that second section, you know? Like, this first section's all Rob right here. But then I start, you know... You know, this is just very Rob, you know? This is like spiky headphones and stuff, you know? <laughs> and then it, it gets... Then this gets all kind of soft and poppy right here, you know? Okay, next up, we're going to move on to a game I just played through recently, and we'll talk a lot about it when we come back from the track, but it's Gonberry Gomon 3 for the Super Famicom. Actually, the full title is Gonberry Gomon 3 Shishijirokube no Karakuri Manji Katame, which is something to the, something to the translation of the mechanic octopus hold of the Lion Elite Guard, which um, actually makes sense by the time you finish the game, you know. <laughs> but the um, mechanic, the octopus hold—it's a wrestling term, I think. The oh, octopus hold. Okay. And um, well, we'll talk about it. Gabe played through this as mm -hmm. well. We actually played through it at the same time, mm -hmm. and we were, um, yeah. This uh, well, we'll talk about it when we come back, I guess. Super Famicom game. The composers on this are Kazuhiko Uehara. Yuki Yukie Marimoto, Noriko Takahashi, Jun Funahashi, Tomoya Tomita, Nobuyuki Akena, and that's it. And we're gonna hear stage five. In the past, we've heard from stage five, part two, but um, this is kind of a this is a neat track. This is in the same level, but it's uh yes, this is just stage five. This is the first thing you hear in stage five. So here's music from Gonberry Gomon 3 for the Super Famicom. Gambari Goman 3, and uh, this is stage 5, and um, this is, um, yeah, this is a cool kind of funky kind of track, you know? I, yeah, I kind of just overlooked this track when I first heard the soundtrack, and, you know, once again, playing the game really allowed me to absorb the track. I just, um, this is a good track, it's fun. 
We got good bass line here. Yeah. I like that. This is good right here. I love these kind of dissonant kind of lines here. They're kind of like tritone kind of lines or whatever. They're kind of... I like the changes. Yeah, yeah changes. it definitely moves. Yeah, and I like that. Too. This reminds me of some kind of like kickboxer blood sport, that part. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. I like this beginning part. It's just like... There is I love these. It's good, yeah. I love these dissonant lines, you know? It's almost like a call and response or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure, yeah. This kind of sounds like the first few seconds of Chun Li. Uh huh. So, this is a cool track. This game's a cool game. Right? I mean, Gabe and I are going to talk about it, right? Great. Great game. Okay, so we beat this game. We played through it. This is definitely the hardest game to get through, not knowing how to speak Japanese. And we definitely got robbed of a lot of the experience of this game, not knowing the cultural references. And the um, and the, there's just a lot of play-on-word kind of stuff mm-hmm. that you would just really need to know the language to uh, really appreciate. But, um, you know, we... we with some translation help and just different things we worked our way through the game and it's still an awesome game yeah. um i still think part four is better um yeah, I really overall like, i really like how it's like linked to the past yeah i mean it's a straight up gomon. Like, yeah exactly it's a straight up it's a link to the past meets gomon it's crazy it's it's it resembles uh zelda and link to the past in so many ways <laughs> yeah. um and um but I actually, I prefer the sort of the simplicity of um, Part Four, and also the level design Part Four was just so creative and, mm-hmm. um, you know, and, and fun to play too, and the challenge was fun. But uh, we had, I had a great time playing this, though. It's an awesome game. There's some awesome things that happen, but, um, but yeah, I mean, I, I do feel like it wasn't, you know, like yeah, I, f- I felt the, I felt the uh, lack of substance due to not knowing the language or something you know what i mean i could feel that yeah, i was missing, missing out you missing know? out on a lot of like, little mundane things like, kind of cute things probably yeah um um but it's kind of like, almost like zelda 2 in a way where it's like the overworld and then the side scrolling levels right a little bit right yeah it's it's different than the other gomon games in that you, there's this whole world map that you go through and it's um it's over overhead, and then you go into the side-scrolling levels and stuff. But and the, the side-scrolling levels act like dungeons from mm-hmm. Zelda. You know, they're mm-hmm. similar to dungeons. And there's you get a map, and the, the, the you get keys, and you yeah. get there's a compass that tells you where stuff is. Map, yeah. And um, just the way you collect things, it's so yeah, it's so much like and oh, the way and you the get hearts, hearts yeah. it's like so similar to Zelda. And um, four pieces equals a new heart. Yeah, yeah. Um, just the map too but um yeah it was cool though it was cool i but yeah part four just i mean i anyway now i've played through all the super nintendo gomon games and Mm -hmm. they're so good they're all good i Mm -hmm. think it's a great series it's a great franchise and i've really um grown fond of the characters in it at this point you know i feel a closeness to them you know i don't Mm -hmm. know if you feel that way as well oh i do i do yeah um i've been playing that uh sorry uk ibu samaru puzzle game yeah it's yeah. good it's fun yeah. oh yeah that's yeah. neat yeah it's like a it's intense you, you kind of lay pipe and stuff or whatever yeah, yeah. yeah. it's kind of like a pipe dream yeah it's like pipe dream <laughs> like 
laying pipe. Yeah, you lay pipe with a Ibusamaro character. Yeah. yeah, he lays a lot of pipe, and you got to do it quickly too. Oh yeah, you got to yeah, lay yeah. pipe quick, super quick. Um, yeah, it looks like a neat game. It's like Pipe Dream needs yeah, something. Yeah. Um, what else is there to say about this game? I mean, the whole series is great, but um, I, I, I say I like this. I think they just get better and better in a yeah, way. Each yeah, each one is better than the yeah, previous one. Yeah. Um, it's a even but I do feel like I feel like the space between three and four is like four is way uh, <laughs> four is I mean I'll talk four about four crazy, coming yeah. up but like four is like one of my favorite Super Nintendo mm-hmm. or Super Famicom games of all time it's so good yeah. it's just such a fun game I love far four there's some funny stuff in this game too mm-hmm. Okay, up next, we've got another 32X track. Mm, I'm going to go with Emergency. 32X. Wait, you mean that's the name of the track? Yes. Oh, okay, what's the game? Oh, I said Metalhead. Did I I say Metalhead? No, you did Mm -hmm. not. Oh, Metalhead. Okay. Get, getting ahead of myself. Mm-hmm. You're getting the, you're getting metal ahead of yourself. <laughs> uh, metal head, thirty two X emergency. Emergency. Metal head. 32X. Mm. Man, that's... That one gets me going. Well, you know, I mean, he was doing some very aggressive uh, shirt pops on that one, actually. Right. I I guess a new term we can kind of create is... Well, this is a term I created a while ago, but it's kind of, in this context, new. Poppin'. This track is poppin'. Like, as in shirt poppin'. And um, I, I kind of was do, using this term a little while ago called mm poppin. It's mm poppin. Oh, this track is mm poppin. Oh, it's mm poppin. You can say that mm-hmm. about stuff if you're at the restaurant and you, you know, waitress come, a waiter, waiter or waitress comes up to you and they say, oh, what would you like? I was like, well, how's the, you know, how's the, the Pharaoh salad? Is it mm poppin? <laughs> or like, what's the most mm poppin thing on the menu? And they say, oh, well, the, and they go with it. <laughs> oh yeah, I say this. They go the tater tots with it. Are they say, "Oh yeah, they, well you know people like the tater tot, yeah." And then I and I say, "Oh, some popping," and they're like, "Yeah, yeah." They they just go with it, you know. I've seen Brent do this, and that is true. They do go along with it. Yeah, they think it's like they. I think they just think, "Oh, this must be a new slang." And you know, <laughs> have, have you ever been challenged it? by it? No, not at all. 
I'll say what's the most mpoppin thing here? They'll be like, oh well, people like the cheesecake. Ha- has or anyone said, oh that's mpoppin? Like, oh this is mpoppin. They have. They never do that. They don't say it's mpoppin. And but I'll sometimes try to get them to say it a little bit. But they'll be like, so oh it's oh the cheesecake it's mpoppin. And they're like, yeah yeah it's good it's good mpoppin. Have you ever been to the movie theater and asked if the popcorn was mpoppin? Not yet. <laughs> Not yet. But they uh, also sometimes I'll just say it as if to say. Uh, okay, you know, and so they say. Oh, they'll say, "Oh, it's oh, the cheesecake is mm poppin." They'll say, "They say, yeah, it's good, it's good." And I'll be like, "Mm poppin," <laughs> you know. Yeah. Kind of changes the meaning, though. It's kind of like, like you, oh, okay. Yeah, you can mean yeah, yeah. you can use it to mean different things yeah, yeah, in a way. Yeah. Like, just it can be an it's explanation. I mean, it can mean good, or it could also mean, you know, um, just it's like an exclamation. You know, like mm poppin, mm poppin. Or you could just be, oh, oh, that meant, oh, now this is pop. Anyway, I guess this track is popping. Mm-hmm. This makes you makes your muscles hard. Makes me want to go lift some weights. Yeah. <laughs> you work out to this? I am right now. Yeah. The music goes along with it, actually. What do you want to work out more to this track? Whatever will make my shirt popping stronger. Do you think it's possible that a track might make you pop your shirt so hard that the whole shirt comes off? I mean, we get a Road Rash track that might happen. I don't know. I feel like this track almost could have made that happen. For you, you know. Right. As this ramps up, watch. Just imagine Rob, and you can look at the picture on LegacyMusicHour.com. Imagine him popping his shirt, popping, 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 pop, pop the whole thing off. He's fully shirtless now, but still has the spiky headphones on and his <laughs> orange glasses. <laughs> He looks like a. He really looks like a rave DJ right now. Right. <laughs> okay, moving on to you know I'm just so hyped up on Gombari Gomon right now. I got to play something from Gombari Gomon Four. You know how about it? Oh yeah. I mean, I don't know if you mentioned that Gabe played part four recently, mm-hmm. and I helped him. I helped him get through the the Japanese mm-hmm. heavy parts. And oh, and one thing I did, and I wish I well, whatever, it doesn't matter. There was there was like this puzzle in part three that um, I got to it oh, before yeah, he did, was, and I nice. and I I had to do the the I just basically had to be given the answer to it because it was impossible to solve without knowing Japanese but I created an English version of it yeah, for was, Gabe and I wish someone could have done that for me because it would have been cool. a, a neat experience and stuff but anyway um, so um, but Gabe you know I love this game so much and then Gabe played through it recently and um, I kind of got to relive the magic a little bit mm-hmm. by, by helping him get through it and stuff and um, and it was, uh, it was great I loved it it's yeah. so good that game is the best probably it probably made its way into my Top ten. It's in my top super, ten for sure. Super, super Nintendo, yeah. super Super Nintendo, Super Famicom mm-hmm, games. Mm-hmm. Top ten, definitely, yeah, it's great. definitely. So this is Gombari Gomon, Kira Kira Dochu Boku ga Dancer ni Nata Wake. 
The Glittering Journey, The Reason I Became a Dancer. And uh, the music here is composed by Kazuhiko Uehara, Yukie Morimoto, and Tomoya Tomita. And we're going to hear... Oh, this is kind of interesting. I've been in contact with Tomoya Tomita, and we're going to hear a track called The Caves. And um, apparently, and I asked him if he worked on the track, or if he did this track, and um, because it sounds very much like something you'd hear from Wario Land Shake It, which he did the soundtrack for. And he said he didn't compose the track, but he did the guitar, the guitar in this track. So... First of all, it's interesting that this is a sampled actual guitar, and also it's interesting to me that more than one person worked on one track, because usually, you know, pe- the tracks are divvied up, right, between composers, it seems like. In this case, um, you know, multiple people worked on the same track, which is interesting. So he, I guess, apparently he did the guitar lines in this. Maybe so. he meant he programmed it. He, oh, me, uh, he might I don't have, think it's one long sample. Oh, um... Yeah, I guess maybe that's right. Yeah, he like wrote it like the way they write everything. Yeah, else, yeah, I right? guess, I guess so. Yeah, but it does sound like sample guitar, though. I think. Well, we'll see. You, you, you what, do, what do you think, users? You know, we'll see if you think this sounds like sampled guitar or not. I mean, yeah, you're right. I don't think he. I mean, you're not hearing like a whole entire line, but he programmed right. the line. But maybe mm-hmm. he. He probably wrote it on the guitar. Might, oh yeah, and, and maybe and also maybe he it. also might have, like, captured the guitar sound. Maybe I don't mm-hmm. know. Yeah, who knows? Totally. Yeah, I don't know, but um. Anyway, here we go. Music from Gumbury Gomont 4 for the Super Famicom. This is music from Gambari Gomon 4 for the Super Famicom. Music by Kazuhiko Uehara, Yukie Morimoto, and Tomoya Tomita. And this is The Caves. Sounds like sample guitar. Yeah, it sounds like he he mic'd up guitar amp and added some delay in the Super Nintendo to it. I mean, it sounds... It almost sounds like not programmed. It sounds like, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's like just chopped up samples. Uh-huh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. For sure. But it almost sounds like you're playing it, you know? I mean, yeah. He, he I mean, I wonder I wonder if he played this yeah. line like I wonder if he played the I mean, dun, 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 dun. I wonder if that whole entire thing is I a sample. So. Yeah, so, right? Yeah. It, it, it's not just... Just e- by nature of being so repetitive, they would definitely right. have the space for it. Yeah, exactly, yeah. This part kind of reminds me of Mega Man, Flash Man. Uh-huh. That part. Yeah, it's cool how it gets swingy here, yeah. yeah. But this track also just sounds so much like a Warrior Land Shake It soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Uh, track, that is, yeah. So the beginning, the beginning changes a little bit, I think. Oh, no, it's the same, okay. Oh, there's that... Da-da. There's... 
there's another note kind of you know mm-hmm. but yeah I think he, because it's repetitive yeah. I think he, mm-hmm. the whole phrase might have been yeah. sampled yeah anyway this game's so good it's the best mm-hmm. also I just like that the way you have to use the characters is so balanced and good I think you know like it forces yeah. you to use mm-hmm. the different characters and I mean you do have to use all the characters in part three but this does it in a better way I feel like for me yeah. I feel like with three it, I really like how you feel like you're in the team yeah that is this cool this is kind of different yeah like because you're switching but and I do like that it forces you to right you do f- yeah. feel a more of a sense of camaraderie between mm-hmm. the characters in part three especially when they go inside the Gomon impact robot it's so mm-hmm. cool that when you see all four of them in the robot where you don't see that in, right. in part four but yeah Okay. World Cup is this year. The World Cup. Uh, famous Super Cups or whatever we're saying. Super Famous Cups. Major League Soccer's already started in this country. So. Let's be sensible about it. Let's be sensible about <laughs> it. Let's be sensible. Sensible soccer for the Mega Drive title music. Here we go. soccer title yeah okay I think this is uh, by Richard Joseph and it was uh, arranged by Matt Furness there's a fun part coming up here this part right here I think here we go here we go right here There it goes. Oh, there it goes right there. <laughs> ah, there. Uh, oh, this is good too, actually. So, um, oh, hold on, let's just hear this part again. 
is good right here. Here we go. Here we go again. Oh, there he goes again right there. Oh, there he goes. Ooh. Oh, he's going. All right, yeah. That's it right there, yeah. Yeah, all right, yeah. Yeah, I like it, yeah. Sensible. <laughs> I like it. Sensible. It's sensible. It does the job. I like it. <laughs> and for a full track listing of all the um, video game music you heard, you can go to LegacyMusicArrow.com, and you can also comment there, and you can um, post other things there, whatever. You can post links to animated GIFs of people popping their shirts. Um, and um, if you have any questions or comments, you can email us at LegacyMusicHour.com. Um, you can call us, too, I think. 281-SONIC-91. Oh, that's what I thought, yeah. And uh, you can also text that number as well, if you prefer. Um, uh, you can go to iTunes and rate and review the show. Uh, that, would, that, that always helps. You can also um, find us on Facebook and connect there. Um, what else? Anything else here? No, I think we're going to see you all on the 29th. Can't wait to see everyone. <laughs> yeah, Rob will and be Br there. Rob will be there, yeah. I might have these headphones. I have to give them back to my sister, but who knows? Oh, wow. You think you'd have those headphones for the episode, for the live mm -hmm. episode, I, huh? I don't know. I don't know. I have no promises. No promises. Mm -hmm. Um. So, yeah, I think that's about it, I think. Um, so, yeah, that's the next episode, episode 200. Hopefully, hope to see you there. Um, I mean, that in a way, that's kind of the closest thing we're going to come to so far as a, as a summit. Remember we were talking about the summit, Legacy Music Hour Summit? Right, right. That's the closest thing we got so far is we got this live recording on the 29th, so okay. April. So, um, but yeah, I'm just trying to think if there's anything else. Um, okay, well, um, we're going to close with... Um, a track from a game we haven't heard from on the podcast yet, but I, I played this uh, this game myself a little while ago, uh, Umihara Kawasi. I probably played it a couple of years ago at this point, but it's a Super Famicom game. Um, music is by Masahito Nakano, who's credited as Pod de Shot. Uh, I don't know, Pod de Shot. And, um, th and then also uh, Atsuhiro Motoyama and Shinji Tachikawa. We're going to hear Umibe theme. And this is again from Umihara Kawasi for the Super Famicom. That's what we'll close out on. Um, thank you to Trevor Ames for hosting us here. My pleasure. Um, thank you to our engineer, Gabe Castro. Of course. Gabe Cube. AKA the Gabe. Mm -hmm. GameCube, aka the game. Um, my name is Brent Weinbach. Rob F. Switch. The name of the program is the Legacy Music Hour. Thank you for listening.
Go ahead. What? <laughs> I wish I was there because I would show you. It's yeah, no, go ahead. What, what are you saying? What are you saying? We're, we're recording this. What, what? Because when it goes from the uh, the top part, for, for, from that part, and then the, watch. Just, just play that. Yeah. This is the this is the happy part. Like, oh, oh right. Oh, the part that's not che- not as cheery. Right. Watch. It's like this. I like this part. I like this part. But then it's like you feel the, the feel the gas coming on, right? <laughs> Indigestion's coming. Uh-huh. You're just eating, but but this, it's, the indigestion's coming. Here comes the gas. Like, here it comes. Like, wait, what? <laughs> uh-huh. It's low. Uh, wait, hold on. Hold on. Uh, you know, just let it out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you think it sounds like? Do you think it sounds like a stomach, or do you think it sounds like something else? Could, lower, could, even lower. Could be either or. Oh, okay, or both. But then it's all right. Then you're you're good. Okay, you got it all out of your system, or you took something. Right. Yeah. A lot of beans. You eat a lot of beans. It happens. Yeah. yeah. Me eating the beans, right? Uh huh. Hmm. It's good. It's good. <laughs> uh-huh. It's up, filling up, filling up. Yeah. All you can eat bean buffet. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Oh man. Oh man. I'm feeling something. I'm feeling it. <sighs> <laughs> I mean, if I was there in person, the timing would be, there would be no delay, but yeah, oh, yeah. Could really, could really appreciate the performance. Oh, I, you know, it's weird. I mean, to me, it seems synced up right now, mm-hmm. actually. The way you're doing it sounds synced up to me. Synced <laughs> up properly. I wonder what you're hearing, man. Huh? Oh, my God. 